Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 821. An excerpt from the book, The Health Habit, Seven Easy Steps to Reach Your Goals and Dramatically Improve Your Life by Elizabeth Ryder, and I'm Dr. Neil. Happy Monday and welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs all for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors. And then on Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. Now, occasionally, instead of reading from blogs, I narrate from books, and that's the case today. So really quickly about today's author. Elizabeth Ryder is a nutrition and whole living expert teaching people around the world how to become the healthiest, most successful versions of themselves. She's a graduate of Cornell University's plant-based nutrition program and is also a TEDx speaker. You can find more about her at elizabethrider.com. And with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. An excerpt from the book, The Health Habit, Seven Easy Steps to Reach Your Goals and Dramatically Improve Your Life by Elizabeth Ryder. If your old habits rear their Twinkie-loving, two-pizza-eating heads, it doesn't mean that you are failing. Building a healthy lifestyle can be a two-steps-forward, one-step-back kind of process. But guess what? That's still progress, and as long as you're consistent, you can still meet your goals. If you have a misstep or just lack motivation on any given day, Instead of feeling blue or berating yourself, remember that negative self-talk can have the same unhealthy side effects inside your body that fast food and artificially colored blue icing create. Be gentle with yourself. Take a deep breath, then get back on track. Recommit to your morning and evening routines. Good health really does start and end there. And use the following tools to help stay the course. Replace the words, I can't, with, I don't. Instead of saying, I can't have ice cream for dinner, tell yourself, I don't have ice cream for dinner. You can even add a qualifier and reframe because, hey, it's okay to have a serving of good quality ice cream after a healthy dinner one night each week. Something like, I don't have ice cream for dinner and I don't have ice cream after dinner unless it's Friday night. Repeating I don't statements versus I can't statements can retrain your neural pathways to help you make better decisions over time. A few I don't statements that help me. I don't put any type of sweetener in my coffee. I don't have wine on school nights, 
meaning Sunday through Thursday. I don't eat highly processed bread. And trust me, I still very much enjoy myself. I love a high-quality flatbread with a glass of wine on the weekends, and I cook with things like almond flour tortillas and brown rice tortillas. There's so much good food out there to enjoy. When you crowd out unhealthy items with healthier options, you'll start to find that you like the healthier options even more. Which leads me to, rather than imposing strict rules on yourself, a gentle way to introduce new healthy habits is to add them in and allow them to crowd out the bad stuff. For example, instead of thinking, I can't have any pizza on pizza night, shift to, I always have a big, healthy green salad before pizza. Let the salad crowd out some of the pizza. Trust me, if you have a big, vibrant green salad, a good one, not a sad, boring one, you'll most likely be completely satisfied with one or two slices of pizza instead of six. Let a big bowl of fresh, real food crowd out a few slices of pizza or a pot of mac and cheese. Crowding out is often a first best step to making healthier choices. Once you've developed the habit of crowding out, you can experiment with new types of food and ways of eating that can change your life and health forever. Let home-cooked food you love crowd out unhealthy choices. Build affirmations into your daily routine. Thinking, saying, and writing affirmations on sticky notes to be placed around your living and working space also creates many visualizations that work. Affirmations help train your brain to make better decisions. If you're new to affirmations, check out the work of the late and beloved Louise Hay. Her book, You Can Heal Your Life, is a must-read, even if you don't think you need quote-unquote healing. Here are a few affirmations to get you started. Healthy choices come easily to me. I attract what I desire. There are no roadblocks to what I want to achieve. Good health is my nature. I am filled with love, light, and good health. Curate your social media feeds ASAP. Follow healthy living accounts on Instagram or Facebook and subscribe to wellness-focused blogs and email newsletters. However, really check in with yourself and see how you feel when you read the posts. Last year, I realized that I was following a bunch of healthy-looking accounts, but every time I saw the posts, I felt like I wasn't good enough. It was a strange realization. I thought I was reading these for inspiration, but instead, they were making me feel badly about myself. Unfollow accounts that trigger feelings of unworthiness or comparison. Even if that's not the goal of the account owner, I'd say it just about never is, you have to determine how it affects you. If it doesn't leave you feeling inspired and happy, then unfollow. You are in charge of your social media feed. Stay diligent on how you curate it. Grant yourself forgiveness, grace, and compassion. And finally, and potentially most important, be gentle with yourself. It's pretty hard to make good choices when someone is constantly talking down to you. Negative self-talk and holding grudges against yourself works against you, never for you. Same goes for forgiveness, grace, and compassion toward others. Hurtful things that have happened to you in the past are most likely not your fault, but it's your responsibility to heal them. I call this radical responsibility for self in one of the online courses I teach, and it's the most popular section of the entire class. We have to take responsibility for how we handle everything that comes our way, the good, the bad, and the ugly. No one gets through life unscathed, and while many circumstances may not be in your control, how you react is. No one else lives inside your head, Show yourself forgiveness, grace, and compassion and remember to look forward, 
not backward. You're not going that way. As we wrap up, I want to leave you with this. Happiness from the inside out catalyzes actions that improve your physical health. Just like good health, happiness isn't something you achieve once. It's something you choose to work on every day of your life. Both health and happiness are more of a sliding scale than a black and white switch. Choose actions each day to slide both of them more toward the positive side. Be kind to yourself, be gentle with yourself, and allow for more flow and ease. Your health habit will follow. You just listened to an excerpt from the book, The Health Habit, Seven Easy Steps to Reach Your Goals and Dramatically Improve Your Life by Elizabeth Ryder. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Come by elizabethwriter.com for more. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. It was almost like the author was talking to me directly, especially when she was talking about pizza and salad. Pizza, french fries, and donuts are my three biggest problem foods. I could finish off a medium pan pizza by myself, no problem, but I don't. And one of the reasons for that is because every time I have pizza, I force myself to have a salad first. And I never thought about it the way Elizabeth so eloquently put it. Crowd out the not-so-great stuff with wholesome things, like eating a large, tasty salad with lots of goodies in it to crowd out eight slices of pizza that I could easily eat all by myself. And I really like that Elizabeth pointed out that it's all about progress, not perfection. You don't have to be perfect. You may make a mistake and not have access to a salad, but still ordered that pizza and still ate too many slices, but that's okay because if you're doing good things most of the time, you're gonna be all right. One or two slip-ups here and there isn't gonna make a big difference when it comes to your overall health. Luckily, the body can adapt to those things. It's when we are consistent with some of those not-so-great habits, that's when the pounds come on, the arteries get clogged, those kinds of things start to happen. And I really like that she addressed social media. I get asked a lot, Dr. Neil, why aren't you on social media? Why aren't you on Facebook? Or why don't you have a Twitter account? Well, I'm very competitive by nature. I recently realized this about myself. And I found that when I was on social media, I wanted to compare myself to others. Yes, it's, it's my own problem, really. But I just knew it was better for me to just not be on social media because I would start comparing myself and I'd want to compete with other people. And so I thought, you know what? I don't need that kind of stress. I got enough going on. And I need to be happy with myself and what I'm doing 
And again, I'm just too busy. I really don't want to spend time on social media if I can help it. I'd rather be doing this podcast and helping people this way. So for me, being on social media isn't something that I'm particularly keen on. But as Elizabeth said, if you're on social media, that's great. But just try not to compare yourself too much. And if you start feeling badly about how your life is in comparison with others, first of all, remember, other people are only showing you what they want you to see. They're not showing you maybe the not so great stuff that happens in their lives. And second, maybe consider unfollowing them. All right, that'll do it for me for today. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being here every day. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I hope you have a wonderful start to your week and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.